Welcome everyone to the Avengers Podcast, where we're talking Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Torn, and with me is my co-host, Peyton. Yo! We have a great show for everyone this week. We'll be talking about Loki Season 2 and the Marvels uh, and the news of the week. There'll be time codes in the description of the show notes if you want to jump around. And with that, here's Payne with the news. All right, we got a lot to cover. We got a lot to cover. We got Loki, the Marvels, and like uh, so much news. So, yeah, we got to get into it real quick. First thing is first... Huge news. Thank God SAG-AFTRA and the studios have finally reached an agreement. The strike yes. is over. Now, I do believe that the actors still have to vote to ratify the agreement, but that's kind of like, it's kind yeah. of a done deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So thank God everyone's getting back to work. Uh, everything seems good. The biggest thing that was uh, sort of holding this back was AI and the studios, you know, wanting to just use AI to resurrect like dead actors and not use extras and shit like that, which is really annoying. But, you know, they seem to have gotten what they've wanted. But again, this is a three year agreement. AI and and this sort of tech is just growing exponentially just within the past year. I mean, it's grown so much. So in three years, who knows where it'll be? So we're probably going to have to go through this entire charade again in three years. But uh, it, it's still very, very, very good thing that the writer strike is or the writer strike, the actor strike is over and everyone can finally get back to work and, you know, things can finally get on track again. Uh, so that is that is fantastic. Uh, but next up, we have some DC news, uh, and it's I'm crushed, but it's also kind of expected just with the way things have been going. Superman and Lois will end with season four on the CW, and uh, uh, I know, yeah, I'm. I'm it's it's a thing to where it's it's a bit it's bittersweet. It's like dang, like it's ending, but I'm glad that it's ending on such a high bar in the series like i will who knows how season four is and it's also a thing to where like um they're not making it like they're, they're not stretching it as far as they need to they're not being a dead far. horse like the flash yeah the flash and you know um, it's gonna be four. i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna say this other show but whatever <laughs> it's gonna be four hopefully season four you know you know lives up to the past three seasons uh and if it does it's going to be one of those shows that people are going to look back on and be like damn that was fucking great and it didn't overstay yeah, its welcome so it's yeah you're right it's bittersweet but fuck and, man and it's, it's one of the things to where it's like with superman and lois i'm always you know people are always like it's one of the things where like superman and lois isn't really like underrated but i would say it's like underappreciated because it still falls under like the show that's in the cw yeah, everyone so that sees had, it loves it, but everyone that hasn't seen it, it's like it's just CW trash. Yeah, no, I know. Like, I I had to like beg someone to like, watch Superman and Lois because like it's like, seriously some of the best Superman content that we have gotten in like recent years. And and I always like tell them like I always laugh about it. I was like, yeah, I know CW is like really bad, but like they somehow managed to nail Superman to like a T, which is really ironic. We say that all the time because it's true. But it's also like fantastic because it's like we're tired of Superman just having like bad content in media besides like, you know, games and comics or whatever. And so, um, yeah, Superman and Lois is literally one of the best superhero shows like ever, in my opinion. So it's just great to see. It is the best superhero show. I don't give a fuck what people say. Ooh, Smallville, Smallville's ass. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> straight I, garbage I, I i think small smallville is, is like look for the time yeah yeah no, sure for the time is great 
and I understand. I, I think it's one of the things where for Smallville, I can respect it enough for me to be but like, okay, you know, like th- 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 this is Tom Welling Superman. Yeah, he has just, like I don't some great people stuff. Like, like, ooh, ooh, the best Superman is Tom Welling. In what world? In what universe? I mean, I, I know some. I know some. I know like a Tom Welling like niche of fans out there. They're they're, they're out there for sure. Um, but it's also a thing towards like with Smallville. I I definitely have tried. I've watched Smallville like on and off when I was like a kid, um, and like trying to watch it now recently. I it's one of the things where it's like I can't really get into it because of like of what I know goes on in the show. And also it's like, because it's like early CW, it falls under like these tropes that I just don't like in media right now. So, and it's also just like 10, like, I mean, 10 seasons is fine. If I am like able to binge it with like anything going on in my life. But like right now it's, I I just can't do it right now. Best thing Smallville ever did was that Christopher Reeve cameo. It's a great now, scene. Now the, the the best thing that ever did was never adapting the suit because you know, true. Well, Tom that's Tom Welling's fault. Why was Tom Welling wear the suit? I'm, well, I mean, it's Tom Welling's upset. fault. He's the one that didn't I'm, want to I'm wear upset. it. I'm really upset to this day. Anyways, yeah. Continue. Uh, Venom three has been delayed to November eighth, twenty twenty four. Hopefully, they Shoot. they delay it forever. I don't want to see this shit. <laughs> I, I knew you were gonna say it. Yeah, I can't wait to see some goo fight some more goo for a third time <laughs> what a menace trash ass movies do you, do you want venom hater bro <laughs> um this is according to variety uh when the release date for ant-man and the wasp quantumania was moved up vfx artists were squeezed even further with many having to work 14 hour days and no overtime oh my god Please pay your VFX workers. Well, they're unionizing. I know, I know they are. First, glad, Marvel uni- unionized the Marvel VFX people, now, and then the Disney VFX people unionized. Uh, so I guess they work under a separate banner, Marvel VFX and Disney VFX. Regardless, uh, great shit. They, th- good thing for them unionizing. Took them long enough. God damn, it's their I fault. Know, no, right. I'm kidding. <laughs> I know. It took them, took them like, like so many projects later. I mean, like... It's better better late than never yeah but uh yeah that 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 is rough but this is also according to variety marvel has recently had talks about bringing back the original cast for a new avengers movie which would include reviving iron man and black widow but they haven't committed to the idea yet how about we don't no let's how, not. How, about, let's, how about we don't let's do, not that. do that how about we get like like just variants from now on like i want to see other people in the role hey Hey, maybe maybe even Tom Cruise. No, <laughs> that's not why not, bro. I don't Dude, like Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. You like you you binge watch Mission Impossible. I like the Mission Impossible. No, no, no. Here's my thing with Tom Cruise. I don't like him as an actor or a person, but he makes some damn good action movies, man. He makes some good movies. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think he's a great actor. And no, I mean, dude, I don't know, man. Did you binge like the entirety of Mission Impossible? I did, and they're good movies, except two. But yeah, except except two and three, right? No, three's cool. It's just two. Oh, two's the only bad one. Just, oh, so but yeah, they're good, they're they're good movies. I just don't like him as an actor. I no, don't think he's a, a strong actor. But he's good okay. at what he does, action wise. Just stick to that. Because yeah, so you you want you want a Tom Cruise action movie without him talking? Yeah, basically, it's just facial expressions. Actually, he's not good at that either. Maybe just don't have Tom Cruise in it. 
<laughs> you you, you want you want a deep fake AI Tom Cruise? Because yeah. <laughs> he like crazy. he knows what he's doing. Like maybe I think he I think Tom Cruise would be an incredible like producer or even a director. I don't like him as an action as an as a as an actor though. Regardless, hey, it's okay. No. Anyway, uh, back to the uh, Avengers thing. Uh, this is according to Entertainment Tonight. Kevin Feige says that they actually haven't had recent talks about Iron Man and Black Widow returning for an Avengers movie. But he did say, quote, in terms of them returning, we'll have to see, which is Secret Wars, obviously. Of course. And this is according to Variety. There's a bunch of stuff according to Variety. There's a huge Marvel article that came out in Variety. Uh, Marvel execs have begun to reconsider focusing on Jonathan Major's Kang for the next saga. They are now discussing backup plans, including pivoting to someone like Doctor Doom. How about we go? Yeah, I. The, the, if there's one thing that'll piss me off, if like like look, I I love most of what the MCU does. Uh, am I a shill? I don't think so. But I, like like I have my criticisms, and we'll talk about that later. But if there's one thing I hate more, or there's if there's one thing I hate, and so if there's one thing that Marvel Studios could do that'll make me like genuinely upset is something like they do with Star Wars, which is not fucking doubling down. Like, like finish what you started. You know what I mean? Like, they did Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and then they were like, oh, and they got scared and did The Rise of Skywalker. If they did all this stuff with Kang, just if, if it, all the Jonathan Major stuff turns out to be true, just recast. Yeah, it's not the first time that Marvel's done it. Because, yeah, I saw something like this, like, you know, of course... Um, Bruce Banner is being recast. Um, like so many other actors have been like recasted. Um, like yeah, like Howard Stark got recasted, Rhodey got recasted, and it would also make sense if King was recast because there's just so many of them. Have it be to where this isn't the only like Kang, like Kang's like like literally like infinite. So it would literally just make sense if the, that's like, yeah, they're recasting. Yeah, and there's and people that are like, you. oh, well, after the Loki season two finale, which we'll talk about, after the Loki season two finale, uh, there, there's no, there's no way they, they can, like, recast. Yes, they can. They totally of can. Of course they can. <laughs> but, like, and pivoting to Doctor Doom, they actually haven't talked about pivoting to Doctor Doom. That was just an, that's just an example. Um, like, I would love Doctor Doom. But not now. <laughs> like, like yeah, we no, got to give that man time to, you know, really build. Yeah, you know, it's it's a thing to where, like, Dr. Doom is, is like, he he's such a big, big name that you really need to, like, like, yeah, you really need to give that man some time. Because, like, once he's there, he's like, he, like, never leaves. Like, that's the thing with Dr. Doom. That Imagine they, that they kill Dr. Doom. If they kill Doctor Doom, I will like I will be done with the MCU. Like I I, I, I think like I just think that like I would just stop watching Marvel movies like forever if they're not like if they're part of the MCU. I'm just not doing that. They Keep killing kill a lot of villains. Doom. Keep doing it. They do they do kill a lot of villains, but like that's the thing with like this phase and upwards. Like they they should not like kill like their big name villains. Yeah, they should just like have them like linger around still. Like it, it's, I I, I swear I, I think like I would like genuinely like cry if that happens. Yeah, but uh, this is according to Variety. Mahershala Ali was ready to exit Blade over script issues. 
but they got Michael Green, who did Logan. Uh, he's been hired to write the script from scratch with the film now to be made on a budget of less than a hundred million dollars. You said less than a billion, <laughs> less than no, less than a hundred million. Wait, he's getting paid right for less than a hundred million. No, that's the movie's budget. My fault. Yeah, I did hear about that. And I know the script was like horrible from what I saw from what I saw online. Yeah, that's even true. So Mahershala Ali getting uh, like ready to exit. I guess I could see that. But like he seems so amped up about this. And Feige seems to the fact that they've gone through so many writers and directors. Clearly, clearly they want this to work. So it's not like they're like, hey, Mahershala, you're going to do whatever we say you're going to do. You know what I mean? They're they. They, they want it to work. So that, uh, you know, has me excited. Also, the director of Blade uh, said that it's going to be rated R. Yes, sir. Which is fucking awesome. Uh, but the fact that Michael Green, the guy who did Logan, like Logan, in my opinion, is, is still definitely top three superheroes, top three, top three best superhero movies ever made. So that he's writing Blade. I mean, I'm excited. <laughs> I was I was excited for Blade already, but uh the fact that uh we're getting this kind of writer and god i just i really can't wait to see this movie because because marishali is just gonna murder that role fucking love that guy he's incredible uh we also got the echo trailer so fired it looks so good so fucking good so good you want to know something it's gonna be tvma that yes it is gonna be tvma which is also exciting they keep they keep like <laughs> like Marvel's first F bomb. Think it's gonna be Deadpool? Nah, it's in Guardians three. Marvel's first right. rated R thing. You think it's gonna be Deadpool? Nah, it's Echo. <laughs> so, right. uh, but yeah, it's gonna be TVMA. But no, it's five episodes. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! <laughs> it's five episodes, but uh, they all release uh, at the same time on January tenth. So I guess that's some silver lining. Uh, but, uh, they they better be like an hour and thirty minutes long. Where I'm tired of this. It's not gonna happen. I I know, and that's that's what. Hurts but the me. thing is, behind the scenes, uh, it seemed like there was stuff in articles. Like I definitely we definitely talked about it on the podcast, like some at some point, probably like last year or something. Um, that Echo was going through some like issues behind the scenes, but mm-hmm. at the same time, there's like there's been other reports. There's been reports that have said like, "Ooh, Echo's not looking too great. It's it doesn't seem like it's going to be good." But there's also been reports that say it's it's going to be Disney Plus's best series. So I don't know what. I mean, obviously you got you got to take all this with a grain of salt. But ultimately, we're going to make up our own minds when we actually yeah. see it January 10th, which is not that far away. Um, yeah, I um I've seen I, I when I when you sent me the um trailer because I was on set. And I was looking through the comments and people were like, you know what? Like, this actually looks really good. I'm actually excited. And I'm like, okay. Like, we, we're, we're, seeing, we're seeing the Band-Aid being put put on the, the wound right now. Yeah. And people are actually liking it. On, and what was pissing me videos. off before, you know, this trailer, which is now made people do a 180. People were like, why do I give a fuck about Echo? I'm like, if you know anything about the comics, the, the idea of an Echo series is fucking great. <laughs> Like, yeah, no, like no, her no, connection with Kingpin and obviously Daredevil, uh, like the, like uh, the concept, the idea is going to be fucking fantastic. They are changing her powers. If anyone is curious about who Echo is, uh, her power, she's connected to Kingpin. She, she's sort of like an adoptive daughter to Kingpin. 
Uh, if you, if you want to sort of run down on that, if you haven't watched the Hawkeye series, I highly recommend you do that because it's a great fucking series. Uh, but this is technically a spinoff of Hawkeye, uh, and her powers in the comics are sort of like task, taskmasters where she can copy, she could see someone's stuff, like something someone does and, and copy it like exactly. Um, so she's sort of like taskmaster in that way, but they're changing it in this show. I've heard it's sort of like they're making it tie into more of her native American roots. And I think they're supposed to be like some like magical tribal, like tattoos or something that give her some ability. I don't know what that's going to be. Uh, but I think that'll be interesting to see because again, I've heard reports that this show is going to definitely tie more into her native American side, uh, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, echo seems it, lo- it looks really good. It looks really good, but you know, a trailer is a trailer. Quantumania also looked really good. So who knows? <laughs> uh, but yeah, January 10th, all five episodes releasing at the same time. Super excited for that. Also, uh, in connection to Echo, Marvel Studios has announced uh, what is what they're calling Marvel Spotlight, which is a banner for certain upcoming projects that are more grounded, character-driven stories, which put less focus on the larger MCU continuity, making it easier for casuals to know what is and what isn't necessary viewing, which... To some, to people like us, isn't necessary. But to, for, there's a bunch of people that are like, "Why do I have to watch this? Oh, yeah, there's too yeah. much stuff." So now they can put, "Oh, if it's Marvel Spotlight, you don't need to watch it. You can watch it if you want. Uh, you know, you might get more out of it maybe later down the line, but it's not necessary. And if it's just you know regular Marvel Studios, then uh, then that's necessary viewing, I guess. They're probably going to put Daredevil under Marvel Spotlight." Yeah, it it's it, they're catering to the crowd of he want more grounded stories. I'm tired of the multiverse, which is kind like, of fair. It's fair. It's I'm fair, but also shut up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know exactly. Uh, this is according to the Hot Mike podcast. Uh, Captain America: Brave New World is reportedly getting extensive reshoots after negative test scores. Makes sense. Which uh, definitely, which uh, following uh, another piece of news, which we'll get to, definitely makes sense. So uh, Deadpool 3 has been delayed. It was coming out, what was coming out, like February of May or something like that. And so now it's coming out July 26th uh, of next year. So luckily, you know, it's not getting pushed too far. But Captain America Brave New World, uh, which was supposed to come out like fall of next year, is, is, is now being pushed to February 14th, 2025. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, the fact that it's getting extensive reshoots, it makes sense that it's getting pushed all the way to 2025 instead of keeping its 2024 release. Um, you know, it, if it's getting extensive reshoots, support, yeah, and it's getting negative test scores, you know, again, Feige seems to be stepping in a bit more and being like, okay, we got to shift some stuff around if we want this to work. And, you know, we Daredevil got is getting an entire creative reshuffle. And now Captain America Brave New World is getting ex- extensive reshoots. So the, they're actually seeing what's not working or presumably, at least, I guess we won't know until we see it. But they're seeing what's not working and actually changing it instead of just pumping it out regardless. Um, so to me, that's a good sign. But, you know, who knows? Uh, Thunderbolts has been delayed to July 25th, 2025, and Blade has been delayed to November 7th, 2025. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. So nothing too insane. The, the biggest delay here is definitely Captain America. 
but honestly that's cool i guess the the which but this does mean that deadpool 3 is going to be the only movie next year so that'll kind of suck <laughs> but it is what it is uh but that is the news of the week which means it's time to move on to our topic, which is, of course, well, at least our, our first topic, which is, of course, uh, Captain Marvel. We're going to be doing non-spoilers and spoilers. Uh, if anyone's curious about Loki, we're just going to go into spoilers for that one. We're just going to do spoilers for that one. We're just going to talk about it. But for Captain Marvel, we're going to do non-spoilers and spoilers. Again, there's time codes in the description of the show notes if you want to jump around. But uh, yeah, so Torn, give us your non-spoilery thoughts. I, th- I think the story is a re- really, it's really solid. This movie was actually wasn't really on my radar in terms of like Marvel content, but I'm so glad that I got to see it. Um, Kamala is really, really great. I think the chemistry of all three of them, uh, you know, uh, Brie Larson, uh, Iman Vellani and Tiana Paris worked really, really well on this movie. The visuals in here were actually really, really cool. And I, I really liked that. Also loved how like it was also an extension of the Miss Marvels and yeah, of Miss Marvel. And, you know, you, you're still getting uh, Kamala's like family dynamic in there, which is really, really cool. It's really heartwarming in terms of like, you know, yeah, the actual like plot. Um, there's some stuff in there that I don't really like, but overall, I still think it worked for the movie. Nia, um, Nia Casa did really, really well uh, with uh, um, her first Marvel directorial debut. I also like, she she did like an interview um and she said how she took like some uh some notes from a uh, final fantasy which is really just really really cool and after she said that i can kind of see that in the, the action but yeah overall you know i really enjoyed it um it's something that like a lot of people shouldn't hate on as much but you know cmcu and people hate on everything ha 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 yeah i i definitely had a lot of fun with it uh, it's not gonna, it's not gonna blow anyone away, I don't think, but, you know, why, nothing, it doesn't need to blow you away either, it's just a, it's just a fun movie, you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, like Tord said, the chemistry between the cast is just incredible, Amon Vellani definitely steals the show in this one, uh, she kind of carried, Brie Larson, of course, is definitely a step up from her previous appearances, because, uh, if anyone doesn't know, like, her, her appearance in Endgame, I believe that was filmed before, they actually filmed Captain Marvel, so they didn't really know what her character was going to sort of feel like or look like. And Captain Marvel, we defend Captain Marvel because of, you know, people being weird. Uh, but, like, we both think it's, like, fine. It's whatever. Uh, but, you know, it's a solid film. But this one, I think the Marvels is definitely a step up, in my opinion, from Captain Marvel. Uh, and they definitely give Brie Larson... Uh, her character Carol Danvers uh, definitely like more of a personality which uh, I think is what people were looking for really if they were going to do a sequel to this and they definitely let her do her thing you saw a little bit a little tease of that sort of character that uh, that demeanor shift in that post credit scene to Shang-Chi and uh, it looks everything uh, she was doing in here I thought was really great Tiana Paris was also a phenomenal addition. She's a great actress. And uh, again, they all just played off each other incredibly, incredibly well. Uh, Samuel Jackson's in this doing his thing. Samuel Jackson. Uh, the family dynamic with with, with Miss Marvel, uh, which was, in our opinion, the best part of the Miss Marvel show, uh, carries over seamlessly into this. And 
really Miss Marvel's presence entirely. She doesn't feel like, oh, they plucked her from TV and just slapped her in here. She definitely feels like she deserves uh, this big screen. You know what I mean? And and that, that's fucking phenomenal for Ahmad Milani because she's a, she's such a fantastic actress and such a fantastic Kamala Khan. And as far as the rest of the film goes, it was a lot of fun. The thing that was lacking, though, in our opinion, was the villain. Definitely. I was telling Torin when we came out of the movie, the thing about the villain was the actual motivation and the idea behind the villain is is actually really interesting. We won't get into exactly why uh, until spoilers, but the the idea and the concept behind it is really interesting. But unfortunately, they didn't really capitalize on those ideas enough to really make her an impacting villain, unfortunately. But she did what she needed to do. And, and, you know, the movie was just short, breezy and fun, but I don't think there's really anything much to say without getting into spoilers. So yeah, I had a really fun time with it. It wasn't, it wasn't amazing, uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't bad at all either. Had a lot of fun. Definitely, definitely was better than a uh, Quantumania. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd have to give it a seven and a half for me. Yeah, I, I give it like a 6.5, honestly. Fair enough, fair enough. Six and a half and seven and a half. So let's get into spoilers. Uh, man, I can't believe they killed Miss Marvel that quickly. That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't expect her to do that. Well, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. No, but for real, yeah, it's, I, I, I do want to talk about that villain, the villain thing, because her motivation... The idea behind it is that Captain Marvel came and just kind of annihilated <laughs> the planet, um, destroyed the Supreme Intelligence, which they gave a bit a bit more of a comic accurate makeover, which I thought was cool. Um, but, you know, she she came in, kind of just destroyed everything. They don't have water. They don't have an atmosphere. They don't have uh, or a the, sun. They don't have a sun. All that is really cool. Giving Captain Marvel sort of like a like a questionable act stance. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, you know, the Cree being such a, uh, I, I, how do I, I, I guess like sort of their leadership, I guess I could, I can't talk for the Cree citizens, but they're at least their leadership are pretty extremist. And so the fact that, you know, more ex- extremism would rise out of some, an act like that, uh, is really cool and maybe would have some real life parallels. Who knows? Uh, um, but they go after Captain Marvel, obviously, and they deal with the fact that Carol sort of annihilated everything for like two seconds and they move on real quick. Which, yeah, they they did not develop that character like at all. She's super one dimensional. For a light and breezy movie, I like sort of get it, but at the same time, if you want if you want these characters to have any depth, you need to flesh them out more. And you know, they didn't really do much with that. Like they like they made her motivation somewhat clear, and that but they the repercussions and and the aftermath of what Carol did wasn't really shown. We got that one scene where you know. They got all the all the air back uh, onto the planet, and they breathe again. That was really cool because you know they show the citizens that are that have been struggling for thirty years, you know, finally getting some sense of relief. These people who are presumably 
you know, innocent. I, d- I doubt because the Kree suck, but like, I doubt all these people are fucking evil. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah. So like, like that was really, really cool. And I wish we saw more of that or at least more of maybe like the, those 30 years of how these people have struggled because we don't really get that sense. Um, there's also some stuff in this movie, sort of just getting the criticisms out of the way. Uh, there's also some stuff in this movie that I didn't think made a lot of sense or stuff that was just sort of maybe like an afterthought, like, like it, it, it almost felt, felt a little like kid showy where it's, where, where it's like, how do we solve this problem? Oh, this very obvious solution that we could have thought of like, <laughs> like, a, like a long time ago, like Monica was like, you could just restart their son. It's like, Oh damn, you didn't think about that. Cause Carol's like, Oh, but I've never done something like that before. You're like one of the most powerful beings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then and then when she does do it at the end, she does it like with ease. I'm like, you couldn't have done that earlier. <laughs> Could have solved all the problems. Yeah, but like, no. like yeah. I I I, I, I don't no know. Brain. Also, I I could be forgetting something. Maybe I'm insane. But like at the end. Miss Marvel like doesn't have her bangles, but she can still use her powers. No, she she has she has a bangle. No, she do- no, but like oh oh oh, oh yeah 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 I, yeah yeah after the fight yeah yes. after the fight because the the villain like you know creates the yeah. hole in space time and then all the the bangles floating and then Monica goes goes after Carol but then she grabs them both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So how does what? <laughs> how does she? How does when? What? <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe maybe I, maybe I gotta watch Miss Marvel again. Who knows? Yeah, because be... obviously she's a mutant. We know yeah. that, but they didn't establish that she can do her powers without the bangle. I don't think, unless again, unless I'm forgetting something. Yeah, it sort maybe of felt. Gotta... It sort of felt like maybe like the only thing I could think of is like, oh, she got the two bangles. <laughs> oh no, that doesn't make sense either because she wore them after. What the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe like the entanglement like unlocked like her powers with it or something. I don't know because obviously that's what the bangle did. It sort of I guess unlocked her mutant ability. I guess. Mm. Um, but you know, without the bangle, like, did her coming in contact <laughs> with all this space stuff and being entangled? Is that does that like inherently unlock? If that's the case, they should have said something. Unless again. We just forgot <laughs> forgot about something, um, but yeah, I thought uh, I thought that was weird too. Do you, have, do you have any uh, complaints? I do have complaints. Um, yes, the vil- the villain was the main thing, um, and you know we always talk about oh, uh, you know Marvel couldn't author villains. I-, I I don't care like about this one. I didn't really care. I yeah, <laughs> I, I don't I don't really like I don't really I didn't really like her. I didn't like how like. Like, I, really, I, I like her design. I I just didn't really care for her. Like anytime she was on screen, I'm just like, eh, whatever, get off. Like give give me some, give me give me the three women we're looking for. Um, but and oh yeah, also like I saw like a review on Letterboxd and it was like, if someone had a gun to my head and told me what her name was, I would lose instantly. Darben. 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 Darben, yeah. yeah, I couldn't. I mean, like, I, I don't care. Sorry, and I don't know. Sounds sexist to me. I don't know. Sounds sex. That's crazy. just say you hate women. 
when I literally said I want to see three women. I don't know, <laughs> man. I don't know. Give me, give me I, the three I think women I'm, we're looking for. I don't know. <laughs> Sounds sexist to me. <laughs> no. Um. No, but I get also, it. Yeah, the villain was like Lester. Yeah. yeah. Also, I um. Well, but the, but, but like was but, sorry. What my point was earlier is that she easily couldn't have been given. Yeah, like if course, they actually yeah. utilized all the like the building blocks were there and they just didn't yeah, utilize no, it no yeah yeah i i understand yeah they, they they definitely just she's definitely just super like one-dimensional and it's also like a thing that like i compared to like to you like you know last night um is that that's one of the reasons why you know i didn't really like miss marvel because you know the, the villains were like super like one-dimensional and like lackluster but of course, you know, obviously this is better than Miss Marvel, so I don't really I don't really have any complaint. I feel like this is like also like at first I was really like I was kind of trying to understand like where the direction was going. Um especially like at the beginning. There is like some like weird cuts in the beginning of the of the movie. Like it felt like like some scenes were cut too short and it's just like it it was a really weird I noticed um, that. But yeah. I also I noticed like some uh some like dialogue cutting. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. It it felt like I don't know if they were splicing together like different takes or different, they were yeah, cutting different out takes. like a sentence or something. I don't know what they did, but it, it did sound like the dialogue was was Yeah, no, cut. like there are some scene there are some scenes that weren't like that weren't able to like breathe. Yeah, like uh some of the takes where you were super weird um th- th- that's more like a nitpick than i could complain but like, like yeah. i said like because it's only um, really in the beginning portion. yeah um like i said like you know i wasn't i was trying to make sure where the story was going because you know this is like it's like a messy movie in a really f- good like funny way because like i understand like you know what they're trying to do so i kind of got the hang of it like you know after like the beginning I wouldn't say there's any like hardcore complaints about it. Like I, I just don't really think that's a yeah. There's nothing like egregiously bad. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's nothing like too, too bad. Uh, my final complaint would be the 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 sort of crux, or I guess the gimmick of, of this movie is them being entangled and switching places whenever they use their powers. Uh, I fucking love that. And you know, we it's get, such a cool concept. Yeah, we get a couple action sequences, but I really wish we got more. Mm-hmm. It's definitely that's definitely a bit more of a nitpick because the action sequences we do get are really cool. Uh, but I think I think it could have used like one or two more. Yeah, uh, especially yeah, when, sure. especially when they actually get the hang of it, because it feels mm-hmm. like they got a hang of it, and right when they got the hang of it, they lose it. Yeah. So I mean, it is what it is. But yeah, that'd yeah, probably sure. be my final complaint. I think. So you want to get into some positives? Oh yeah, I want definitely want to get into some positives. Some positives. Um, mm-hmm. I like I said, I really loved the chemistry between like you know Tiana, Iman, and Bree. Yeah, they they were super well together. I I didn't I generally love how like um how Iman like is kind of like the glue to the to the trio, and you know she's like super super heartwarming um and like her performance was just great like yeah Iman Vellani and Carrie but also can I tell you who else carried this movie yeah Goose 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 
This is spoilers, right? Yeah. And Goose is a woman. Well, maybe forking species, you know, maybe they don't have a gender. That's right, you know. But still, I was like, there's a part of the movie where, like, you know, in the, um, this is said, one of the saber sectors, they're like, what's this, like, what's this, like, little thing? And I'm like, kind of weird. I think, I, I think, I think Goose is pregnant. And then, yeah. Goose is pregnant, has many kitties. How can people hate this movie, bro? Got kitties in it. I don't know. People are oh, just but you know, you know what I wanted to say? I should have said this in the non-spoiler section. I, I think it's weird the reviews for this movie, specifically from critics. I haven't really looked at uh, audience reviews because I refuse. Um, I, I really don't want to. Uh, but it has a positive audience score. It's like in the eighties. Um, but like the critics' reviews are so baffling to me. Because every critic review I've seen, it's like, it's like none, none of them have really given it like high praise, but also none of them have really said like the movie was trash. People, if anything, people are like, uh, like it was fine. It was a step up from Captain Marvel, but then it has like a, a 50, it gets like a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Meanwhile, Captain Marvel, I think is like the mid seventies. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It's like, I feel like that's been a trend recently where critics are like, yeah, it was fine. And then he gets a rotten score. <laughs> like, what's happening? Yeah, that that's like crazy. Technically, it doesn't have a rotten score now. I think it's in the low 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, does it really deserve that when Captain Marvel has a is in the is in the 70s? Like Ant-Man and the Wasp is is has a positive score. Like, really? Iron Man 2 even Thor the Dark yeah. World. Incredible Hulk. <laughs> I mean, like, like there's movies that are easily worse than this in the MCU, and yet this, and I, I don't know. I, I think reviews recently have been really weird, and I think I, I think maybe that's just the landscape of you know critics are being more critical of superhero films because I think this is one of those films like if this came out in like in like 2014, people would be eating this up. Oh yeah, oh yeah, most definitely. But you know, it's coming out now, and. uh well, I, again, I can't speak to the audience reviews, but it seems positive, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, I I do I liked how uh, <laughs> I liked how it, it only happened a few times, but like Monica just had some. <laughs> this is gonna sound fuck. Uh, this term's gonna sound fuck. Had some like a uh, blackisms. Oh, like like the the one because I watched it with my family. And when when Monica they they get the comms and 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 Kamala is just like hello hello and Monica's like Kamala Kamala we hear you baby yeah. <laughs> like oh my god and yeah then, that uh, was funny I, I, after the movie I, I was I was talking to my mom I was like because <laughs> uh, like I I assume that most of the people listening to this maybe aren't black so like. So uh, black people's hair is a pretty complicated thing, right? So like me and my mom were sort of like cringed when Monica's hair got a little wet, when she, mm. when she fell on the beach, we're like, ah, <laughs> but it, it only got a little <laughs> bit wet. So it was fine. Well, <laughs> like you don't get, you don't, you know, black people, you can't get your hair wet. It's a no, no. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> with the, also, <laughs> also, also, uh, I love I love the uh, the part at the end, you know, where they're, like they're moving um, stuff back to like um, the old like Rambo house in Louisiana. Yeah, and Kamala's mom was like, "There's a bunch of hot sauce in here." Yeah. 
<laughs> I was like, oh man, that's crazy. And then following right after that, it's like, she was like, hey, this is a great place to have some kids. And he tries to mute her. That was really funny, too. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah, there's that some really funny. funny moments in this. A lot of them do come from the family. They're fucking awesome. I know. I love them I know. so it's much. so good. Too bad the dad might be a pedophile, allegedly. The actor? Yeah. What? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It's always, it's always one. Yeah. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> it is a legend i think last time i checked <laughs> um but uh yikes there's there's even one part where they like get reunited and, she, and he sort of like grabs kamala and it made me uh, i was like uh. <laughs> back up i was, I was like get away i was like i mean the actress is this like 20 but like the character 16 please stop yeah back away he then uh, but like that action sequence right right in the beginning where they're switching and they don't know what's happening it was fucking awesome in uh take, taking place in like three different sections in uh, Kamala's house and the saber place and uh somewhere else it was like it was shit. like Darben shit yeah. that was I, I thought that was really fucking fantastic and also throws you right into sort of because we haven't really seen it since wandavision uh monica's powers yeah and that bit where she like throws the dude flies through him and then punches him yeah was that fucking was, cold. That was sick. i was like hell yeah that was awesome <laughs> also love um when um kamala was trying to give her a name drop some drop some names in there Oh yeah, photon. That, that part was funny too. She was like, she was like vision, and and, and Carol was like vision. Oh wait, no, no, that's not, yeah. <laughs> that, is, that doesn't work. That was good. Um, yeah, that whole sequence when they were like trying to figure it out was awesome too. Again, uh, really, the whole movie does it, but I, I think that portion specifically really highlighted uh, the tonal character shift in Carol's character. Uh, yeah, which is really welcome. They 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 made her a bit more like a person. <laughs> yeah, she had she had way more personality in this movie. And I'm a big defender of like how Carol is in the original Captain Marvel because it's like I don't even think because when when she when she's like with Nick Fury, she does brighten up. I don't think it's like devoid of personality, but I think it's like she's in like a foreign land. She doesn't know what's happening. She's a soldier. Like like everything about it rings true, it's, but um, it, people were complaining about it, and it's like I get it to an extent, but the people that are like like oh she's she's just a like she's, just, she's flat and shit like that. Meanwhile, Doctor Strange exists, who's very similar in that sense, and everyone is fine with him. But regardless, I mean, I feel like this this shift was going to happen anyway when she gets more comfortable within herself as a person, but you know, it, it happened regardless and it's good. So, um, but yeah, their, their character dynamics is, is fantastic. But yeah, that whole montage of them trying to figure out their powers was really good. Uh, when they were doing the, uh, the double jump rope and Monica was like, go, go, go. And Kamala was just like, I, I need a second. <laughs> like, that was, that was really fun. Uh, yeah, everything about this movie was just fun. Uh, the second act, didn't you say you didn't love the second act? The singing, um, the singing planet specifically, really? Um, yeah, I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't too big of a fan of it. Um, but I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's one thing to where it's like, I wish it was different, but I'm like, I'm kind of fine with it. Um, yeah. 
Uh, that's because one of those. Thing- that's one of those yeah. sections where, uh, at least from the people that I've seen, it's very you either love it or you don't love it. Yeah, no, like it, it's it's a, yeah, it was definitely like a very divisive thing because like when I was looking through reviews on Letterbox, people were like, I would really want a segment of like that planet like by itself. Yeah, and other people are like, I wish they cut that out. Yeah, so, so it's like so, it's a, yeah, it, yeah. it is a big swing. Mm, yeah, um, for sure. Personally. I wish they took a bigger swing. <laughs> I ge- genuinely, I think it. You wanted, the, you wanted a Walla Land moment in the morning, kinda. But because, like, cause like, if you're gonna do a singing planet, they do a little singing section, and then Brie Larson does a little singing section, and then it's over. But like, if you're gonna do a singing planet, go all the way. Like, have a have a big moment. Have Monica and Kamala get in there in the mix. I mean, we literally had like a fun dance sequence in Miss Marvel. Like I think I like I think that the the again like like sort of the biggest issues with this film generally I feel like are missed opportunities and I think that was a missed opportunity like would it uh-huh. it would have been a big swing but I think it would have paid off even more if if they went all the way because it, it feels like they were like oh we're gonna do a singing planet and then they were like oh this might be too much let's back off a bit and then and it kind of I don't want to say falls flat because it was still fun uh, but I think it could have been more. Uh, but speaking of the singing planet, Captain Marvel's dress was fucking fire, bro. Using yeah, the Captain that, that, Marvel that, that color pretty, scheme cool. with the star on it. That was sick. <laughs> I was like, wow. I don't really give a shit about, well, I do give a shit, but like, I don't really particularly notice like costume design. Whoever made that though deserves a raise. That was awesome. <laughs> I was like, like, like it transformed. And I was like, oh, also the sparkly bits when she transformed seemed very barbie to me but yeah i thought i thought that was that was fun but then it was it was uh darben comes along and they don't really we don't really see the re- repercussions from them like leaving presumably they steal the water so like what impact does that have we don't they don't really it's okay i mean i'm, I'm sure that Catherine marvel ain't gonna be a princess anymore but Oh yeah, uh, technically she's a Disney princess. That is true. <laughs> I didn't think about that. And then it was funny because when they're all singing, I'm like, if I, the one thing that kept going through my my mind was like, man, the the MCU's been Disney fied. That's the only <laughs> thing that, kept, that was going through my head, dude. That's the one thing that kept going through my mind was that. That's crazy. It's been Disney fied. I love the fact that when they were uh, they were uh, sort of getting led through the uh, the town and they're all like dancing and stuff. Kamala's just like really into it and also dancing. <laughs> like I thought that was really fun. Kamala again. Kamala yeah. was so, so fucking fun in this. She was really yeah, great. She, she was amazing. Yeah, like you said, she's the she's the glue of this uh, of this trio. It was really really fun. Um, Man, I can't think of anything else other than the fact that they wombo comboed the villain's ass at the end. Oh yeah, no, yeah, they're they're juggling her like a Mortal Kombat combo. She, at the end, she was going crazy again. Wish we got more. I wish we got more. I didn't expect for Kamal to have a hammer to her head. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. I kind of wish uh, she was doing a lot of shield work. I wish we got to see more like Miss Marvel style, like big fists. Yeah, yeah. We only saw like the big hand whenever they're bringing bring, bringing uh, um everyone back yeah i think they could have done uh, more with her power set yeah oh 
when uh when uh they were miss marvel or not miss marvel captain marvel and monica were at kamala's house uh because miss marvel switched with captain marvel and they're like where's kamala and she yeah she's yeah she's falling down yeah and and, and monica had to like figure out how to fly yeah. and <laughs> nick Blue fury no nick fury was was like it was oh, like yeah. she ain't gonna graduate high school like you gotta you gotta figure it out use your core and she's like black girl magic <laughs> go yeah. like uh, <laughs> girl magic and then like it's funny because like when they switched and then carol fell he, he was like he's like oh that's just carol yeah it was fine it's carol <laughs> <laughs> nick he was fucking hilarious in this i know like when they're so funny when they were escaping at the end and then uh, uh uh kamala's brother was praying he was like are you praying and he was like don't stop we need that right now he's, he's like, like amen, amen. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude that was so yeah, fun this movie genuinely has really funny moments um so as a man who is uh notoriously terrified of squids how'd you feel about the florkin scenes they actually aren't bad they're, they're not bad and i you asked me is like would you get eaten by a furkin i was like you know what like if i have to i would like you did I mean, cringe at the part where uh goose was grooming himself though or herself yeah. or <laughs> the tentacle safe for a little too long <laughs> uh yeah that part was fucking fantastic i've seen some people saying like oh that was the only good part of the movie like okay <laughs> whatever like, i like, guess like, like, okay i get it's goose we all love goose we all love kitties but no amen but, um, amen but, but yeah no i i i generally love the, the the kitties walking around it was so cool and like how they're just eating people up and it's like you know the the classic um slow-mo with like the classical music yeah and, and it's like people. it's fun it's funny but also a little terrifying at the same time and then and then the, the announcer is like stop running let the kittens eat you yeah <laughs> and that dude's running and kamala just blocks him and she's like yeah. sorry she's like, i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> like that's rough <laughs> i don't want to get uh, eaten by a kitten that sounds awesome i know right and I love how, like, they're just getting, like, thrown up onto, like, a regular New York park. You know, just regular MCU New York things. Yeah, it's just New York and, and with a see, renovated uh, Statue yeah. of Liberty. Yeah, you see, like, the, um, you, you just see a random guy in the park looking around like, what the Dude, hell what is the happening? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I'm just seeing people, like, spawn out of nowhere. But you want to know what's cool about... Wait, no. Do they have... I'm trying to think if they had like saliva on them whenever they got eaten. They did. Or they did. Oh, yeah. that's a that's a drawback. Yeah, that yeah, it is a drawback. Yeah. Damn. It's like, dang, you know, I get I get eaten by a kid and when I get thrown up, I I have saliva all over me. At least they're able to control it and they're not like full full on eating you. They have to spit you up. That's kind of cool too. Yeah, or or maybe they have the choice. Maybe Goose was like, Hey, don't digest these dudes. <laughs> yeah. Um but like, what do they get? It's like a pocket dimension. I think it is a little pocket dimension. Be a little pocket dimension. That's sick. I mean, if, if he can hold a tesseract, it got to be pretty, you know, powerful. Bro, I guess. The kitties were getting 180 grams of protein per person. Crazy. True. But um, I have nothing else to really say about the movie. I mean, I I generally liked it. Um, I think it's a lot of fun. Of course, you know, be, people being people, um, they're going to hate it no matter what, and they can't stand fun because they want to have um, just 
they would have had really, really intricate movies and stuff like that. Let me not get into that, but you know, like I said, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, it's something that wasn't entirely on my radar, but I mean, I'm glad that I was able to see it nonetheless. Um, thank you, by the way, Peyton, for paying for my ticket. You're welcome. You you will be repaid. Ooh. So yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say, too. Definitely a lot of fun. Uh, I think this could have been a bit higher, uh, of a score. The only thing, the, the things that were really drawing it back for me personally is, uh, a couple of, uh, weird plot holes, if you could call it that, I guess. And, uh, of course, the villain was lackluster, but, um, yeah, everything, literally everything else was just such a blast that is this, it, is this the shortest Marvel movie? It is the shortest MCU movie, yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, this is an hour and forty five minutes. Because like I remember, yeah, it flies like, by. When, when you when you saw it, you're like, because you know, I said like, you know, like let me know how it is, and you're like, yeah. And then he texted me like, what felt like thirty minutes later. He's like, all right, I'm out of the Marvels. <laughs> yeah, like, yes. it was a solid. I'm like, damn. I'm no, like, actually, I just walked out of the theater. I was like, I'm done. Oh, this was trash. I was like, I was like, what happened? Like, <laughs> like, I'm like, did the movie start with the third act and that's it? Like, holy shit. Yeah, but this was a lot of fun. You gave it a six and a half. I gave it a seven and a half. Uh, yeah. So let's move on to Loki. Uh, again, fair warning. We are not doing a non-spoiler section for this. We're just going straight, going to oh, go wait, straight into wait, spoilers. Did you want to talk about the the scene? Oh fuck, the post credit scene. Right, right. Holy shit. God damn. I was, I like, forgot. I was like, dang. I was like, well, okay. Uh, yeah. So obviously, so you know, at the end, um, of course, you know, the end of the movie, uh, Monica uses the. She, she she has to like redirect the energy because Darban created a tear through space time and it was showing any reality and if they didn't break it it was gonna mesh into you know ours aka Earth one nine 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 and so she was like yeah you know gotta give me all your energy like kind of like a Dragon Ball moment and I'll tear I'll piece it back up but of course you know she can't make it back to the other side. And then she lands up in a hospital where she sees a variant of her mom. And Maria. we see the goat himself. One of the Henry best casting choices of all time. Hank McCoy played by. Do you not know the man's name? Kel- I Kelsey McCray. Grammer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I, I, I I had K and Grammars I didn't know. So. <laughs> yeah, Kelsey Grammar. Oh. Uh, Henry Hank McCoy, man. Beast. Literally one of the best casting decisions ever. And we're underutilized. Finally, we're finally. You said underutilized? Yeah, he was only in uh, X-Men 3 in like two seconds of Days of Future Past. Oh. You, you know what's crazy? I just don't think, I don't see... I just think of Beast as, like, one entity. It's like, once you play him, like, you're literally, like, Beast. So you saw Nicholas Holt, and you were like, ah, Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, somewhat <laughs> like that. I mean, because Beast is Beast, dude. Like, he, I mean, you can't, kind of, but, like, Nicholas Holt mess. is, like, skinny little bitch Beast. That's crazy. That's <laughs> cr- that I, would, I wouldn't go all that. I mean, I like Nicholas Holt, but, like, Kelsey Grammer is, like, on another level for that yeah, character. Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, you're right. I don't, I don't remember... I don't remember Last Stand all that much, to be honest. Solid film. Underrated, in my opinion. Mm. It's definitely but, the worst out of the three, but... For sure. Um, but yeah, um, but yeah, like, freaking Beast. It was so cool. Being I thought it was... Like, uh, I think, I guess, you know, everyone's talking about Beast, but I thought it really... 
it was surprisingly emotional when Monica got emotional seeing her mom again. Yeah. I thought she fucking nailed that. Yeah, that was so good. And like, you know, <laughs> like, of course, you know, that's not her. That's uh, Maria, who's binary. Um, if you don't know who binary is, it's kind of like yeah, she's non-binary. That's crazy. It's kind of like uh, another, I would say like another version of Carol Danvers. Um, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a Carol Danvers, like clone, um, which is cool. So, and then like, you know, of course they don't know her. They don't, they don't know where Mon- uh, Monica came from. Well, they do. So, Beast was like, it's probably from another universe. And it's like, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah of course, you exactly know, like, binary wants more information. Yeah. And, like, and then, and then like, Beast, oh, you know, shit. mentioned he's like, Charles is upstairs. He's going to want yeah. updates. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so what does this, what does this lead to? What does this lead to? Yeah, because obviously it's like a, it's a, it's a tease, but like tease to what? X-Men, bro. X-Men what? <laughs> what? What other? Because the only thing I was like, Deadpool? But like Deadpool doesn't really make sense because he's like, he's trying to find the prime versions of heroes. What was that? We haven't heard X-Force. about, we haven't heard about like Monica coming back for that unless they really kept it under wraps or Kelsey Grammer for that matter. Um, I can't like, unless it's like they don't pay this off until Secret Wars or King Dynasty, but I, I really don't know what this would lead to. Either way, uh, whatever, whatever, when when or wherever it pays off i'm excited yeah but yeah you know i, th- I think that was like really really cool and it, also one last thing well, one last thing i'll say is that i got spoiled on this um which is fine i mean yeah so did i but it's a thing Not to where binary, like i beast. wish people were more excited for it people were like oh my god marvel's so desperate and i'm like desperate for what and some people were like dude like like what does beast have to do with it? And I'm like, oh no, no, no! Someone said, why do we want beast? And I'm like, because beast is beast is goat, and like people want the X Men, and then like someone tried to argue with me saying like, no one wanted the X Men. I'm like, people have been wanting the X Men for years. What are you talking about, dude? They are like literally like one of the largest teams like ever. Like get the f- get the fuck out of here, bro! Crazy I'm people tired of just- people like you delusional they don't they don't know they don't know shit dude I, I i hate to be an elitist cuck right now but they don't read comics they ain't shit they're not worthy don't watch movies don't watch any more marvel movies get, get out of here oh god anyways i'm done we can move on to loki okay now. yeah let's move on to loki uh again fair warning we're just gonna go right into spoilers we're not gonna do a non-spoiler for this uh see how let's just uh this let's this, this like like I know, like, people were like, yeah, you know, like, this is the best, like, Marvel show, uh, you know, best, Mar- the best Marvel Disney Plus show, and I'm like, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's really, really good, um, but this season, this season is phenomenal, man, like, <laughs> this is just, like, this is, like, out of the show's like out of the Disney Plus show, this is like their magnum opus, right? Right for real. Absolutely, like, it is just. It's one of the things to where, like they they wrapped up everything so beautifully, for like everyone, you know, and even like Loki himself. I, I just love how the like the cast has great chemistry together. Um, like they nail like their respective roles, and 
I really love how just it doesn't feel like convoluted. It feels like really like the the plot and everything just felt like super super smooth, like going within each episode. And it's like also one of the things where it's like I'm glad like, it's it was one of the things where like we we theorized something and it was right, but it also happened in the best way possible. Yeah, it is. I I can't I can't get over it. And I, I absolutely agree with you. Like after that first season, I really, really, really enjoyed it. And people were like, oh, it's the best uh, Marvel show. And I was like, eh, yeah, I mean, it was really good. Yeah, I mean, yeah it's good. I preferred uh, WandaVision and Hawkeye personally. Yeah. You know, you know, it's like, it's, it's like, you know, like it's good. Like, you know, and I really, really enjoyed it. But like, it's something that I wasn't at the time calling like the best. It's like, oh yeah, this is the best. Like I, I'm not really was saying that, but then like the second season came out and like i'm glad that like i didn't i didn't binge it but like you know i was definitely catching up to it for sure and i'm glad that i finished it as fast as i did because oh my god oh yeah it's 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 a yeah after in yeah season one it felt like that and after season two really after the first episode i could tell that this was at least in my opinion a step up uh, I've seen some people say that season one is better. I think, I think, I think of it like this: if you're more of a fan of like the more mundane sort of office, not not like the office, the show, but like literally being in an office vibe of that first season, then you're probably going to like this less. But if you want more of the big universe hopping sort of adventure esque style that uh, was in a little bit of the first season but certainly not as much season then you're going to like this more uh and and that's kind of what I wanted what I expected from the first season really was that uh from the concept art they showed of the show and sort of how they described it it felt like this is the second season is more like what it was going to be like but then it wasn't which is fine again I still love the show but this is what this is more of what I was expecting from this series and I'm I'm so 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 happy with it you know uh, at all the casts are elevated. Oh, fucking Kiwi Kwan being a uh, in addition Dude. to the cast is so brilliant. He's so fucking he's, good. He's so he's so heartwarming, man. He's the like, best. And I'm and I'm so glad that like nothing horrific happened to him. Or well, not really anything in the anyone in the cast besides you know Jonathan Major. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad for that man in that show. But yeah. um Kiwi Kwan was just incredible. Um, I'm really glad that he's getting the attention and appreciation that he that um, he he deserves right now. And like, he, like it's definitely a thing to where like whenever he was on screen, he like, like he made he made like he made it brighter, man. And he was so cool. I love him such so much. Sweet, such a sweet man. I know he's the best protect that man at all costs please i know literally the best um you know speaking of jonathan majors he was good <laughs> like he, he was, was he was, was he was so good and like it's also one of the things to where okay so i saw something from like from like a critic like he's like he's a really known critic um for like movies and stuff like that and he watched loki he said he loved it um he said while he still feels like you know, Kang is underutilized. He was the best thing in season two. Like, of course, you know, going towards like a 
the end of season, the end of episode five up until, you know, episode six. We'll see. And, my, my, my thing was like, like Victor Timely. I, I really, I really enjoyed his, his presence, but as far as like he who remains goes, I thought he was utilized perfectly, especially in that final episode. Of course. Yeah. Like, yeah. With, with Victor Timely, I, I, I really like Victor Timely as well, but you know, like it's also a thing to where it's like a thing to where like, you can only do so much to like, you can only do so much with, with, with him. And I like I said, I felt I felt bad for him. He kept getting freaking destroyed. <laughs> yeah, and again, it was gruesome but cartoony. It was really well yeah. done. Yeah, his his scream was amplified. Yeah, in like, the actually, end of that whole the whole like stringy thing where the universes were sort of being erased. Yeah, uh, that was just, for me. It was like weirdly unsettling. <laughs> I didn't like yeah, it. I know, like, yeah, like, especially, especially, like, with with like with, with Victor Timely, because like, it's funny because like every time he died, it felt like just more icky. Because like you see the strings, and then I saw his skull and his eyes, and I'm just like, oh my god, yeah, it's like crazy. You see his skeleton, sort of like his like muscles. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's I'm weird. Like, I'm like, they're I'm like, they're having fun with this. Yeah, they're laughing their <laughs> ass off. <laughs> Animators are just having a blast, dude. This is crazy. Yeah, having a blast with their 18-hour weeks yeah, or 18-hour days. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, you know, I'm stuck in this hellhole called animation. Let me just <laughs> have some fun out of it. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I don't, like, the, the, speaking of the VFX, they're fucking incredible in, in this show. I, yeah, fucking, no, I really love the, the art direction in this fucking series. It's so, it's so cool. I always, I've always loved the looks of the little, like the temp pad portal things, uh, yeah. where it's like see through, it's like glass. It looks so mm. cool. I love it so much. Uh, there was a lot of stuff that was like surprisingly brutal in this in this season. Uh, the scene where uh, Renslayer and 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 the clock bitch comes back. Uh, what's her name? Miss Minutes. <laughs> Miss Minutes. Miss Minutes uh, comes back, and they're talking to all the uh, the soldiers. And then they just crush them all. Yeah, that was crazy. It's like we yeah, don't see like, anything, but like you fucking you feel it. Yeah, no, and they're, they're like screaming and yeah, they have like, you and McGregor you see, there just wincing. Yeah, you, you got Walmart, you and McGregor. But yeah, no, it, it was it was actually like super super crazy. I love the Man. fact that the show was like, other than the it's it literally other than the final moments, it's a loop within a loop. Yeah, I was I was seeing that. Yeah, it was really really cool. Yeah, it's a fucking you know, fantastic. Yeah, I, was, I was watching it. I was watching it. And I was like, yeah, you know, this is a time loop. And then like, I was like, wait, yeah, like, okay, everything's good now. And I was like, oh no, like this ain't done. This is this is an, another loop. Yeah, he and, remains was like, I think this is the first time we have this, we've had this conversation. Speaking yeah. of actually, speaking of that, I feel like his performance was way better. Is he who remains in this in this uh, yeah, no, final yeah, no. episode? He definitely had that exaggerated swagger. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't no. know. Like compared to the to the finale of the first season, he was fucking fantastic in that. But I don't know something about uh, his performance in 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 this season, specifically mm-hmm. as he who remains. I thought was uh, elevated. Yeah, it definitely was. Uh, it definitely was elevated, and like he had like. Yeah, he definitely had like a lot of charisma for, for like for, for like him in episode six, but um, 
it's also a thing to where like I really like love his acting because like you know you have like Victor Timely and then you just go to like He Who Remains who just is like this bold charismatic Such stark figure contrast yeah and then you go to Kang and Quantumania oh yeah dude again that one very too. different uh, it's like crazy yeah too bad he might be an abuser who knows yeah who knows if also, you if, uh, he, if he gets recast who do you want I'm kind of on John Boyega. John Boyega, that's a that's a really good one. I, I like that. At a first, lot. I wasn't sold on that until I watched They Clone Tyrone. I was like, oh no, he could do it. Oh yeah, he yeah he definitely can do it after watching that movie. Um, I would want to see uh, Keith David. Well, <laughs> Keith David would be no, crazy. Yeah, Keith David would be. Nuts. I want Denzel. Denzel, that that'd, that'd be crazy. Um, yeah, no, I actually would like John Boyega. For sure, that'd be sick, right? Give him, give him a redemption after. For real. after but his... would he want to do it after I they mean, pay him ten million dollars? I think he would. Yeah, they they better they better pay him good. I would. Uh, yeah, they better pay his ass good, dude. After seeing what after seeing what Star Wars did to him, I would hope that Marvel treats him way better. So yeah, but yeah, um, also love how uh the first and last episode their name is such their, their names is glorious purpose. Yeah. It's great. It's a loop. Um, so fucking good. Natalie Holt again with oh. like her mind, her extraordinary mind of creating the mass masterful score. This is it's ridiculously so, good. It's so incredible. How, how'd you, I, didn't think you did, it's like it's one of those things you like. You don't think it can get, get it can get better than season one, but nah, it does. Yeah, I know. The and score it's like crazy. Yeah, I don't like it. Wasn't. Wasn't like Loki like Nally Holt's first time like composing music? Maybe. I think that was her yeah, first. Time maybe it was composing. like her like her first like big gig. Yeah, I, I want to say it was her first time like composing like music for like okay, yeah, like you said, like kind of like a big time thing. Oh, you know, no, no, I I take that back. No, no, no. I'm so wrong. I mean, she did Obi Wan, so but that was after. She, 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 she did the score for Paddington. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh shit! Good for her. Yeah, she did the score for Paddington. Um, Why'd you go yeah, from I Paddington could, to Loki? <laughs> I know, right? I couldn't have been more wrong. <laughs> Paddington. Uh, but yeah, she her score was fucking fantastic in that final episode. Oh my god, she was snapping. She was she, fucking going crazy. Yeah, she was insane. Such a brilliant score. Um, you know who uh, who I thought was interesting in this? Sylvie. Because she definitely took a back seat in this season. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. This, yeah. This, this season was definitely... It's like the first season felt very much like... Sort of like Sylvie's story. But this mm-hmm. one was... Um, it felt... it did. This one was definitely focused on Loki. Um, Sylvie obviously had her moments... Uh, actually she, like, I think I said it in one of our earlier podcasts, I thought Sylvie was, she was kind of annoying me in those earlier episodes, but it within, in like, in like the final three, uh, she, she was fine again. Yeah. But, uh, she was great. Obviously Owen Wilson is great as Mobius. He's fucking fantastic. Uh, he finally got, you know, with his jet skis and shit. Um, but yeah, it's so good. Him, him like going through time, like being like ripped through, through time, and shit. First of all, the VFX on that look horrific in the best way. 
Oh yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. I also, I also like love how like they, they mentioned the three dialogues. They're like, this, it, this looks like it hurts, like really bad. He's like, no, it's fine. <laughs> He's and like, I'm he good. Just, like, I know, like, yeah. He, he like time slips and he comes back, and then the camera pans to like some like random lady in the elevator. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah. That, no. Yeah. It, it looks. Yeah. It looks crazy. The time slip. Like that. But um. You know. You also want to know who I love. How. Well, I love her, who got more screen time. B fifteen, yeah, B fifteen, yeah. I'm glad that she got more screen time. She was such a great like part of the season. Agreed. Like and and like it's one of the things where it's like I love like character development where like a character is like annoying at first, but then like you like love them. Yeah, and like that's kind of how that's kind of how it was. Like if for the first few episodes of. Season one, See, yeah, season one. Like she was like, yeah, I was like, I, I don't really like her too much. Uh, kind kind of like a like a, a team, a, a team player type of person, you know. But then like that changed, and yeah, I'm like, I like her a lot. Um, yeah, it was really cool. A person that I wish got like a little bit more screen time, but like thinking about it, I don't really like mind it all that much. It was a uh, Renslayer. Oh yeah, like, I want I want to know what's inside her mind. What goes on inside of that mind? But like I said, yeah, I didn't really um, care ultimately. Yeah, like, like I said, it's fine. It's like it's like she got like she got like that one episode, and then she sort of sort of got her payoff when she realized, uh, you know, her memories were erased by he who remains. Yeah, and that was pretty much it by that point. And I was like, okay, that was resolved. We don't need you, and they didn't. <laughs> yeah, for real, she got pruned. Good, but yeah, that final episode. That final episode is just peak. incredible. It, it's like literally Holy like shit. I know it's incredible. Like you know, it's it's also funny because like you know, it like like you said how season one was focused more on Sylvie, but now this one's focused on Loki. I love how it shows that duality of them through the dialogue of like, yeah, Sylvie, I'm selfish, and like Loki is like, well, you know, like. He he's like he, of course you know parts of him is selfish too but like he wants to do it for the right reason yeah um and you know and he's like yeah like he basically just said you know I want to be with my friends like that's why I'm doing this like I don't want to see like my friends getting like destroyed in my time and of course you know all of how he spent centuries in the TVA like just like learning like. You know, yeah. mechanics and I was, engineering. I was gonna say, like, yeah, he spent all that time, literal centuries, which is like he's like a thousand years old. So it's like, what are centuries to him? But still, it's yeah, still exactly, long ass time. And at the end of it, it was for nothing. <laughs> like literally, he did all that for nothing, uh, which is tough. And, and I, I love, I just, I love how like they went with like the God of Stories like type of thing. Where you know he he time slips and then like he says to himself I can rewrite this story and I I just made me melt I was like I love this already and it was so fucking good I know and then like it's funny because you know <laughs> like it was funny because like you know uh, when he's walking on the gangway right and he's like just struggling I'm just like. You mean to tell me you can do this all this time? And you're, like, <laughs> and you're letting Victor Timely die like fucking thousand times. That's I just crazy. want his skin ripped off. Huh? Yeah, well, of course, well he didn't. He didn't have his skin ripped off. Well, then, I mean, he but... didn't know it was going to be ripped. 
was like, well, damn, like yeah. he just let this <laughs> man die a thousand times. Who knows? Maybe he tried it one of those times and it didn't work out. Yeah, you know. Yeah, who knows? Uh, but yeah, those final moments. It, it's so fucking sad and tragic. This uh, this version of Loki in this story, because uh, through all through through this journey that we've had with this character we've established that he doesn't want to be alone he just wants his friends back he doesn't want a throne and at the end of it he's alone on the throne. Has a throne in the zone <laughs> <laughs> he has his he has his throne and you know he's by himself by knowing his friends are safe that he's content with that and and then at, at the end of it all we it pans back and it's fucking Yggdrasil. Yeah, you just it's the yeah. craziest shit I've ever seen. And someone said that like, it's yeah, you know, what if, what if that like is like it's the reason that the time zone's green? It's because of Loki. Which I find that kind of crazy because you know it's like a, uh, it's like yeah, you know, if he's the reason the time zone's green, and it's like, you know, like it, I always get reminded of like how the the stones in the TVA are like paperweights. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you know, like people are still mad at it. I don't understand it. it. It's just, it doesn't work outside of space and time. I, I don't get it. Like people don't think, but yeah, no, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, it's easier chill. And, you know, it's, it's also like bittersweet too. Cause it's like, uh, you, you see what happens to like, you know, um, uh, Mobius. It's like, yeah, he's upset. You know, he's not really upset. He's like he's like sad about it because you know Loki, Loki and him were friends, and he like leaves the TVA and stuff like that, and he he wants to go see like what life he had out there, and yeah, it's it's sad, but still like it's a damn it's a damn good finale, damn good. Like it's it's one, Loki is one of the best written characters of the MCU by far for sure, absolutely one of the best arcs like. Nebula is obviously up there, and now Loki's up there. Like his and his character and his story was already incredible. <laughs> just added yeah. on to that, but like the fact, yeah, I just can't get over the fact that it's Yggdrasil and it's connected. They can manage to connect it to that Norse mythology. Uh, yeah, it's just fucking, it's just fucking phenomenal. <laughs> and if anyone doesn't know, the Yggdrasil and usually North, Norse mythology is a tree that connects the nine realms. But uh, in this, obviously, it's, it's expanded a lot more. Um, yeah, this it's like he's like literally the center of the multiverse at this point. Literally the center of the multiverse. Um, but also, like I think we see Yggdrasil in like four one in like a in, in like yeah. A, so yeah, it's you like see it. yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like okay. Because, like, Thor and Loki, they establish that they're, like, stories, but they're also real. Yeah, yeah I don't know. for sure. <laughs> right, yeah, 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 because, like, you, you, you see Yggdrasil and Thor 1 as, like, as kind of like a diagram. It's a uh, diagram, and it's also, like, it's where the fake, or, no, yeah, it's where the Tesseract is uh, yeah. located. Under mm. a little thingy, I don't, portrait, mural? It's not a, it's like a carved forged yeah i don't know <laughs> i see it yeah i know what you're talking about but um oh yeah um also i like, love the um when loki is like time slipping or he's like learning how to time slip like learning how to control it i love like the line that sylvie says you know like like you know do you know what, what makes a loki a loki is that like we're destined to like lose and you know i'm over thinking that like you know loki is like the MCU, like, Sisyphus, where, like, you know, he's born to lose, but, like, 
he is like someone that like broke that for sure. Like, cause like, I feel like he doesn't really like lose. Yeah. He broke that mold. He, I mean, he, he lost in the sense that like he, he doesn't get what he wants. He, but... he lost for like a greater purpose. Exactly. He's burdened with glorious purpose. Yeah. Literally. And so fuck man. Fuck uh, dude. Everything. It's, it's just like all the connections and all like the meaning behind it all in so many different areas that ties in, in the finale. It's so fucking brilliant, dude. I can't get over it. It's so good. It's ridiculous. Like I haven't, Oh, <laughs> it's, it's genuinely such a brilliant series. This has skyrocketed easily to the number one spot for me. As far as Disney plus series goes, just, yeah, just dude. based on this season it's- alone. It's just like it's, it's insanely so good, fucking incredible, man. I oh, it's I just love how definition oh of God. peak fiction. It literally is, dude. I, I'm just and like oh, I'm just so glad that like I'm glad that this like finale like blew up because like when I like looked up like Loki like finale the season two finale, people were just raving about it, and it makes it even better. But yeah, man, I'm just. It's such a it's such a great show. So is this? Uh, it's probably the the end of the series. Yeah, it is the end of the series. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I remember it's like he a fast around, one, I, but I doubt it. Yeah, I think like uh, I mean, of course, Tom Middleton's gonna come back for yeah. sure. Um, but like right now, like he went on Jimmy Kimmel and he was like, "Yeah, it's like it's gonna be end for for like for 14 years for now." Yeah, he's gonna come back though. I wonder if yeah, it's going to be like a variant back. of Loki or it's going to be God Loki. Cause I think that's the official name for him. It's just God Loki for, for him. It's yeah. God, God of stories. No, it's God Loki. Like this I know it's based on God, God of stories. Story. I know it's based no, on God of stories, but they're calling, I'm him, calling God him God Loki. of stories. Okay. Good for fucking you. Canonically <laughs> speaking. No, <laughs> no. Uh, imagine, imagine Thor sees him. I know, bro. Oh, imagine how proud he'd be. Oh God. Oh, my uh, heart crazy but man yeah so is that is that it for loki that is is it for loki uh i'd give it a 10 out of 10 it's fucking perfect for sure, i give it a 10 out of 10 as well shit's so oh so ridiculously good it's one of those things it's like it's even be, because of its connections to the first season and how good this season is, it's retroactively made the first season better uh anyway do you watch anything this week yes i did let's see what did i watch i watched chucky I've been watching Chucky season three. That's like pretty sure. I think they're splitting it into two parts. I've of course not watched Marvels. I watched um, Violent Night as well. Violent Night. It's 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 average. It's cool. Um, David Harbour does this thing. I'm trying to think of like also like shows that I've been watching. Cause I've been watching like a little bit of TV recently. Um, yeah, I did. I have watched Tucker and Dale versus evil. That is, that is like a funny movie. It's so funny. It, I, I, I genuinely think you would enjoy it. Like it's not even, it's not even like horror, dude. Like it's, it's just a funny movie. Okay. Yeah. That was a Tucker and Dale versus evil. Like back, like back on Halloween. It's on Hulu too. So, but yeah, that's pretty much all I watched. I watched all the Scream movies. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes. Yes, I did. I got somewhere to be. So I'm not, so not going to go into detail on, on, to all of them. Also, that'd be like an entire podcast on its own. Uh, of but course. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a quick rundown on all of them. In order, um, Scream 1. 
it's great. It's good shit. Why did no one tell me that these were good movies? Wow, it's almost like I've been trying to tell you. I don't think uh, I don't think you did. I don't think you ever did, actually. Uh, Bro, what do you mean? <laughs> I've been trying to get you to watch Scream for like a couple years. I don't now. know. I remember when the when six came out earlier this year. You were like, "Hey, do you want to go?" And I was like, "Yeah." And you were like, "You know what? Don't don't come." What? That's what that's what happens. What? <laughs> Me and Joel invited you to go I don't see know, Scream. Man. I don't know. That's that's, that's not damn, my regular. That's crazy. <laughs> Your memory is fucking shit. That's what it is. No, uh, but Scream One is fucking. It was. It was. It really was great. Um, throughout the entirety of of these movies, uh, there's some things I know, and there's some things I didn't know. I knew the killers in this movie, uh, sort of fortunately, unfortunately. Um, but also, it's kind of hard to you know to escape from to not be spoiled for this movie that's a million years old. Uh, but uh, I, I gave I gave it a nine out of ten. Really, really good. Scream Two, downgrade. Not by much though. Some things that really annoyed me uh you know obviously randy's death pissed me off i thought the uh the the villain or the killer was really obvious <laughs> this one i didn't i didn't know who the killer was i was like okay it's this guy it's literally billy and stew like combined into one human being <laughs> like i was like okay um scream three mid as hell <laughs> <laughs> mid as fuck like i got I, I couldn't i wasn't invested into like literally any of the characters i couldn't give a fuck about the killer like at all like it was super it, it, it was one of those things where it's like like they literally acknowledge like like this is like where they in the like the end of a trilogy they they like sort of go all out and shit like that and they still fall into the trappings of a trilogy uh or the third in the trilogy um and yeah it wasn't it wasn't great scream four it was uh I, I thought it was really good oh scream three by the way i gave like a six out of ten uh and scream two i gave an eight out of ten scream four eight out of ten uh really good in my opinion uh i did i, I think there was some i think this could have been a nine out of ten but unfortunately considering it came out in 2011 which in a grand scheme of things was wasn't that long ago but in internet years it's a fucking eternity and there's some things that i don't think aged that well specifically the way they sort of talk about the internet and stuff because the whole thing the whole thing in this movie is like you know spoilers for a movie that's a decade old but you know uh the killer the girl you know sydney's uh cousin niece cousin cousin uh she was like she was like oh because i want to be famous and whatever like that i like you got you got to be famous based off this why can't i or whatever and he goes uh and all this and then two of the characters like they said the dreaded word which i fucking despise which is cyberspace i was like jesus <laughs> christ like it's it, like it's wes craven he's an old man i don't know if i don't know how how much input he had in the script but the fact that they said cyberspace i was like uh i i, I, I hate that i hate that so much but uh it was it was uh other than that, it was very good. It's a there's a weird fucking filter on it that I don't like. Everything's like weirdly yeah. shiny and glowy. I was, gonna, I was gonna ask like, how do you feel about how you feel about that look? Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't remember I, it. I eased I, into it by the end, but yeah, in the beginning, it was really jarring. Yeah, no, like it's something that like I didn't remember it looking like that whenever I saw the movie. Like you know, at, at, at that time. So I was like, what the heck is like going on? Like, why does it look like all like dreamlike? Yeah, that's exactly yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's like it's like a dream. It's because it is a dream. 
it's like it's like it's, it's like they crank like they cranked up every anamorphic lens they had. Yeah, I really liked the um, what's her name Kirby. Uh, Kirby's a, Kirby's great. <laughs> yeah, uh, she was fantastic. She had a Florence Pugh thing going on that I really liked. <laughs> but yeah, she comes back in a way that I didn't like. <laughs> it, it was just like her character was fine, but her hair, she had like a Karen thing going on instead of a Florence Pugh thing. And I was like, I don't like this. This is a downgrade. Um, yeah. But yeah, Scream 4 was, was really good. I, I Some parts of it, I don't think it have aged the best, but still really solid. Scream 5, Scream 5 reboot Scream, Scream the reboot. The screen boot. Um, my Five opinion, cream. yeah. Um, <laughs> in my opinion, was uh, about on par with the first one. I gave it a nine out of ten. Uh, I could be biased because I I love Jack Quaid, <laughs> but but uh, he, he I mean he was fantastic in this. Uh, he was really good, and I thought like again this is this is a movie that unfortunately I already knew uh, the killers. Uh, I, uh, uh, I thought, uh, the killers were incredibly sort of predictable. I asked you if you, if it was predictable for you and you said it wasn't okay. Uh, I thought, I, but unfortunately I already knew, knew one of them, but the other one I guessed immediately. I was like, Oh, it's them. <laughs> like, well, oh, the thing, well, the thing is, is like, it wasn't predictable. Like the only one I didn't for to my scream six, right? No, screen five. Screen five. The one, the one thing that like I understood at the end, like kind of at the ending, um, like uh, or like it was kind of it's kind of like a plot hole, or whatever. When when Dewey dies, right, and like it's funny because like he he gets lifted up in the air. Yeah, that was person, Yeah, that person's Amber, and they're like, yeah, how was a how was a hundred and twenty pound girl lifting up this grown man? that was funny to me but no yeah i didn't like of course you know i had a feeling it was like jack quaid but it was one of the things where it's like you you never you never really know because it's scream and you want to pin it on everybody um i didn't know it was amber for sure you didn't know no i didn't know oh i knew immediately i was like there's something off of her (laughs) i was like unfortunately again like i knew it was jack quaid um yeah but I feel like he's so Stu Mocker coded. Like, I feel like it was like, oh, it's Jack Quaid. And also what he did in Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In Hunger Games, he was a menace. Like he was a, he was a menace in the Hunger Games. I feel like it's uh, it was easily capable of doing that. Um, but yeah, I thought it was I thought it was really great. I thought the uh, because obviously all of these are sort of satire esque. Um, they take it seriously, but it's still like a satire of other slasher movies. Um and I thought the first one is obviously is was obviously incredible, but I thought the only one to do it pretty much as good was Scream Five, because again, like I talked about Scream Three, I thought it it it, it it's like it was doing the thing that trilogies do, but it didn't work for it ultimately. Scream Two uh, was I think Scream Two was the most like just straightforward slashery of all of them is mm. in sort of took a step back on the uh sort of satire but this one the they did the whole thing with the reboot and they literally within the same movie they were like oh they're doing a, a reboot but with all the same characters so it's not really a reboot it's a sequel but it's <laughs> but there's there's also a new cast so it is a reboot <laughs> but um 
so that was uh, I thought that was really smart. I was totally convinced before I saw this before I saw these uh, the newer screams that Jenna Ortega was going to be like Sydney's daughter because there's a resemblance there. Yeah, I was like I was like because especially in the first one because she even has like the bangs and shit. I was like oh. So Jenna Ortega is going to be her daughter, <laughs> but nope, not, that is not the case. Um, but yeah, I thought, uh, speaking of the new cast, I thought the new cast was uh, really, really solid, but then there's scream six, which I thought was uh, a step down. I think I'd give it a seven and a half out of 10. Uh, did I say, was it a game? Gave scream five. I gave scream five a nine out of 10, but yeah, uh, scream six, I give a seven and a half. Uh, just not as good. Just not as yeah, good. Yeah, um, it's crazy because like, when you said that, because like people like feel the opposite. People feel like that uh, that Scream Six is better than Scream Five. Um, and uh, it's more brutal. I'll give it that. I did like it that. Is, it, it, it is more brutal. Um, but one of the things that I that I can understand from uh, some some people is that like because it's centered in NYC that uh they they didn't um go all the way with it you know i guess i did like, like the change of scenery yeah i did like it too because it fits with the second one you know that the kids all go to college but yeah i mean i think i think like i think scream 6 is a little better than scream 5 in my opinion five five cream it's crazy to me yeah. the killers were incredibly obvious in, in scream 6 yeah i i i, I saw that through a second watch because like, well, yeah, you know who what? No, 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 no. I'm saying like I like to make I like to figure out like who who's doing who. The dad was oh, sure. obvious because of the shotgun. Because like anyone anyone using a shotgun like that besides the dad. But it was and also then, like yeah, I mean the killers were I, mean, like, I don't know. I don't like didn't... that. I don't like the 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 siblings. Just I don't like them. Yeah, the only the only one that was that I didn't guess was Quinn, but then it made sense towards the end when I wonder I watched it the first time. Because the thing about other than three, the pretty much all of these, all the killers are likable. Yeah. So I'm like, and this, and this one, I just, I couldn't give a shit about any of them, mm. but I like, I knew right off the bat that like, Oh, it was someone connected to Jack Quaid's character. That was obvious right, right off jump. And yeah, I did like I didn't know that they were siblings. I knew that I knew it was the dad. That was obvious. Like it was telegraphed like it was like right in, right in your face. And I was like, okay. Um I did like the set piece with all like the, all the uh the memorabilia and stuff like that. Again, more brutal. You had the double knife clean thing. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, was too crazy. bad too bad it was done by two pieces of shit. Uh <laughs> two trash characters uh <laughs> but yeah i thought it was i thought it was fine uh i did like that uh kirby was back uh but yeah other than that i, th- I thought it was a step down in my opinion uh but i do like how these newer ones are more brutal i'm excited for the next one which is probably going to happen a little sad that the directors aren't coming back uh but yeah, i'm no. sure it'll be fine but uh yeah that's pretty much uh it's my rundown of the scream franchise pretty good pretty good shit it's good shit. Good movies. Except a couple of them. Good movies. <laughs> Can't believe no one told me about them. That's sad. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, is that the show? That is the show. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening to Avengers Podcast. If you want to follow us, we're at Avengers on Twitter. That's A-V-E-N-G-E nerds. All one word. If you want to follow either one of us, you can reach me at Zenith underscore on Twitter. Where can they reach you? 
at Torin Guy on Instagram. Awesome. We also have a Discord if you'd like to join the conversation there. Those will be linked in the show notes. You can also check out our link tree for any additional links you may be interested in. You can also review the show in-app on Apple Podcasts. It can be five stars in a review. It would really help us out. Thanks again for listening to Avengers Podcast. We'll see you next week. Later.